Truckers Radio USA presents. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Where are their pants? The Derriers. Oh yeah. The Derriers. Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do, which is the one thing that we kind of do okay. That's true. The rest of the stuff we do is kind of marginal, right? Well, for the most part. For the most part. We're just cruising up and down the road in an RV, man. Yeah. And we're looking at this. Oh, there's a song. That's right. Let's stop, pick it up, you know, sit on the show. You know, people... I've said this before, but people are very irresponsible with their music. They're careless. They listen to part of it, and then they just leave it laying around. That's right. Around. And then there it is. Oh, you oh. don't want that song? Oh, so I guess I should say I'm grateful for that. I think I have yeah, too. Because we find a lot of music that way. You could say we're scavengers. <laughs> you might. <laughs> we're like a couple of vultures. We're Americana buzzards. <laughs> <laughs> well, people ask us, they say... Derriere's exactly what is Americana music, and that's that's a fair question for which we don't really have a good answer. I mean, I mean you know, it's yeah, just, I mean it's a made up thing, kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, we have developed an opinion. That's a, it's an, an opinion. It's that really we can an opinion. It. I guess we could call it our definition. It's our definition. Yeah, which we say it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots, which leaves us a lot of breathing room. Oh really. yeah, I mean, uh, you know, for instance, it, it could be opera. It could be rock and roll. It could be Cajun. It could be blues. Heavy metal. Rockabilly. Uh, you know, it could be roots rock. It could be classic call. Blue, ooh, bluegrass. Pop. Uh, R&B. Soul. Uh, big band. And you know what else it could be? <laughs> I know what it could be. <laughs> it could be Boogaloo. Boogaloo, yeah. And it is Boogaloo here on the it Americana Roadshow, uh, you know, every now and then. Every now and then, that's yeah. true, yeah. Um, and the format of the show is uh, each of us shows up every week with a virtual fistful of tunes. And that's the only thing that's kind of a wild card here. Is we don't share those tunes that's, ahead of time. We don't share them, that's yeah. right. And uh, we take turns starting the show. Now, this is now, we decided that you get the even number. You start the even number shows. That's right? correct. I, I don't know how I ended up with the odd number shows. Oddly but, enough, like oddly it. enough. So, mm-hmm. but it's this is episode one seventy. It is, and so that means you get to go first. Robert Lamar Thompson. Okay, this is uh, another one of my stumblings. Yeah, and, and actually, what drew me to it was <laughs> was the album cover. Which I'm going to post on our website. Okay, it's, right. it's worth taking a look at. Uh, he was born in 1924, lived until uh, 2013. Uh, composer, arranger, and orchestra leader from the 50s through the 80s. Now, he was uh, active in Los Angeles, and he was a recording artist for RCA Victor and Dot Records. Okay. And he scored film and television soundtracks and wrote musical accompaniments for commercials but listen to this. He composed, arranged, and conducted the orchestra. Composed, arranged, arranged and, and conducted, conducted the orchestra okay. uh-huh. for such wide-ranging artists as Rosemary Clooney, Mae West, Julie London, Bing Crosby, the Andrews Sisters, Chet Atkins, Dwayne Eddy, Julie Gar- Garland, Jerry Lewis, and Phil Oaks. What did he do in his spare time? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> grief. 
But he is uh, considered a prime exponent of what has belatedly be t- been termed space-age pop. Never heard of it. Or space-age bachelor pad music. <laughs> oh, well, now, now you're talking. Which, which is kind of really exotica. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what, mm-hmm. we, what we refer to as exotica. Yes. Uh, it, it, they say it, it, the style of breezy, experimental orchestra. Did you say orchestra. breezy or, or breezy? Breezy. Breezy, okay. Breezy, experimental orchestra music, orchestral music, and it became popular in the 50s and 60s. Now, what, what uh, kind of made it possible was the introduction of the long-playing microgroove record yeah. and the advent of high fidelity and mm-hmm. stereo home audio systems. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how it yeah. became really popular. So it, it allowed that enhanced sonic reproduction, right. which this guy just was uh, so good at um he uh, he recorded um three albums uh they were called just for kicks mm, mm. nice that was the title mm, nice mm, was nice. the second one okay. and on the rocks uh, all in rca victors and uh, on the rocks was recorded uh, in late 1959 they all featured top session musicians and uh from the west coast jazz scene and um, the uh, the one um, just for kicks received a Grammy Award nomination in 1959 for best performance by an orchestra. Although re- it was released in mono and stereo, the stereo versions of the RCA records carried the living stereo branding and logo on the covers. I remember those. You remember those? I, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. So we're going to give this a listen uh, from the album just for kicks from 1958. Bob Thompson and his orchestra doing. On the street where you live. Second, you may suddenly
man. That thing makes me want to put on an ascot, you know, and make a martini. Hey, it's a, you know, space age bachelor pad music. Pretty That's much what a, they that, call it. That would have been big at the Playboy Mansion, don't you think? <laughs> well, Leo, we, we kicked it off in a big way. Uh, how do you want to follow it? Well, I'm gonna, I, I got this guy uh, that I've been kind of thinking about for a while. His name is Butch Hancock. Okay. He should be a lot better known than he is, really. Um, he, he was a he's a member of the uh, Flatlanders. You remember that we we featured the Flatlanders on yeah. this on this show before, mm-hmm. uh, which also features Joe Ely and Jimmy Dale Gilmore. Okay, okay, these were kind of like high school friends of his, right? Uh, but he uh, basically uh, entered architecture school, but dropped out in 1968 and went back home and worked for his father driving a tractor uh, back in Lubbock, Texas, for, for a while, just to kind of get his head right, you know? Wow. He said, uh, he says, uh, the, he recalls that the experience of elemental simplicity in reading books opened up the metaphysical universe for him, all right? Wow, I guess he got his head right. Now, this is a great quote when he talks about going back to Lubbock. He says, life in Lubbock, Texas taught me two things. One is that God loves you, and you're going to burn in hell. <laughs> the other is that sex is the most awful, filthy thing on earth, and you should save it for someone you love. <laughs> so I read that and go, okay, I like this guy already. I'm um, sure. Now, listen, he, he eventually he just kind of settled in Lubbock. I mean, he lived other places and everything, but he liked that kind of a simplistic thing. And when that wasn't simplistic enough for him, he moved off into the desert someplace, you know. Oh, wow. Because he liked, you know, the uh, being out there and the quiet and the solitude that let him, let him think. But he has been called one of the finest songwriters of our time. And most of his peers, um, as one of the premier Texas singer-songwriters, really, of all time. And the thing about Roger, if you listen to these, the, what he writes, the lyrics are really pretty incredible. I mean, there's not a wasted word in any of the stuff he writes. Oh, I like that. I do too, man. It's just everything right there. His, he's been compared with um, writers like Bob Dylan. And um, he, a lot of artists have picked up uh, his music and recorded it for themselves, one of which is uh, Emmy Lou Harris. Oh, wow. She's done a couple of his songs. He also now, though, he, he doesn't concentrate on music as being the main outlet for his creativity. He's, he's a really good photographer. And he's got, an, uh, he's got a gallery. Oh, I love the name of the gallery in Lubbock. Uh, it's called Lubbock or Leave It. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So there you go, man. He's so listen, let's play this song. This is from his album. This is a great album. It was hard for me to pick one song. The album was called um, Eats Away the Night. And uh, from 1994, this is a song he put on that album. It's called To Each His Own. Down in the pit of my stomach I knew it couldn't last Feeling that came on so quick It left me just as fast I tried to blame it on the moon above As I walked the beach alone But all I heard were these few words To Lost touch with you But for Rosie and her 
constant chatter There was not much I could do The world I tried to reach with her You can only reach alone I even heard Rose say to herself To each his own tell you i love that whole album that's nice and i don't know how I've, i remember hearing a couple songs off of it but after going through the whole thing it's it's really pretty cool man that's awesome so yeah it's gonna be on my playlist for a while good pick back to you um okay the guy's name uh is uh frederick john fatzer fatzer yeah does it ring a bell no like, what, what about Freddy Johnston You're going to do this to me again, aren't you? <laughs> it really is Freddy Johnston <laughs> Freddy Johnston? Uh-huh Okay, fine okay. No, never heard of him Okay, to back up I heard from our cousin Bart Oh, yeah, okay And uh, uh, and he said he said they listen to the show, they love it And he recommended this guy And so if, if my calculations are right I think that brings us up to 12 
people, yeah. 12 confirmed listeners. Okay. No, well, <laughs> that doesn't count the pentagram string band. Oh, so that's, that's true. That's 16. four. That's four, right? Yeah, it brings right. it up that's, to that's 16. True. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and, then I, and I think maybe a couple other, but you're right. We'll have to do a count. We're pushing 20. We're almost there. Oh, man. It only took us 170 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he recommended this guy, Freedy Johnston. Now, he changed his name to Freedy Johnston because Freedy was his mom's nickname for him, and Johnston was her maiden name. Oh, okay. So you wonder where those things come from. Yeah, that's... But he was from Kinsley, Kansas. Oh, <laughs> Kinsley. Yeah, talk about a homeboy. Yeah, that's only about, what, 45, 50 miles from where we grew up? Yeah, well, I, we had an that. aunt and uncle that lived there. That's right. Yeah. Our uncle Frank Rexter. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, his his interest in music, we can understand this, was hampered by the fact that there were no record shops or music stores in his hometown. <sighs> That's true. Right? That's right. Um, when he was uh, 16, he bought his first guitar from a mail or a catalog, and at 17, had a friend drive him 35 miles to the nearest record store to buy an Elvis Costello album he had read about. Now, wait a Probably minute. Probably Great Ben. I was going to say it had to be Great Ben. I would you know? think. Yeah, that'd be the, about the closest. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, so he was born in 61, by the way. So he's about 10 years younger than us. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Well, uh, and Bart had said he had, uh, he had a, a song uh, which uh, reached 54 on the Billboard Hot 100 album. Uh, the song was called Bad Reputation. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, I think, from 1994. But uh, prior to that, uh, when he graduated high school, he attended the University of Kansas in Lawrence and mm-hmm. just immersed himself in the music. Wow. Yeah, at the if time. If you're out of Kinsley, Kansas, and you get to Lawrence, <laughs> yeah. man, you talk about two different ends of the spectrum well, right sure. there. And we get that. You yeah. know, It was uh, kind of new wave music at the time. You know, Well, then he moved to New York City in 85, and uh, as with the typing skills he had acquired in high school, he supported himself in New York as an office worker at an architectural firm. <laughs> yeah, listen. Good to have a day job, right? I took the typing class in high school. Well, Dolores Pocorny. Dolores Pocorny. Mm-hmm. It was probably the best course I took in my entire right. you know, high school education. F, F, Sam, Sam, Sam. I remember those uh, things on a, uh, a manual typewriter. That's right. Well, anyway, um, he, 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 he did okay. I mean, his first album wasn't that great. But in 1992, uh, he had an album that was released, was selected by the New York Times as one of the best albums of the year. Oh, wow. And um, um, Rolling Stone named Johnston Songwriter of the Year. Uh, so he, mm-hmm. he really popped out. You're right. So uh, you know me. Uh, I think both of us. We like to go back kind of to the roots and, yep. and see the what. And, and and it is. It's good stuff. It's kind of a, a kind of pop rock. I think you know sort of. It's it's okay. But he's got a new album out from. 2022 called wow. Back on the Road to You. Fresh. And um, I tell you what, it's a, a, every cut is just a little different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I like the title cut, but I really like this one uh, from Back on the Road to You, 2022, Freddie Johnston doing Darling.
I like everything about the backstory on, on this album, on this song. Oh yeah, because it's like speaks to us. Oh, it does. You know, we yeah. had we had a couple of AM radio stations we could listen to out there. Yeah, KOMA, KOMA at City. night. Yeah, uh-huh. at night time we could cruise Maine, you know, and lacrosse. Yeah. But uh, well, that's cool. A kid from in the neighborhood. Yeah, you know? that, he sounded good, Roger. And I like that that cut. It's kind of Everly Brothers ish. Yeah, little yeah. Bit, you yeah. know, and, we were talking about what you call it. You know, yeah. and I was thinking all country maybe. It probably works. Yeah, whatever. But uh, thanks, Bart, for that tip. That's a good one. It, oh, and look it. at the time, Roger. Oh, man, we're out of time. Yeah, we ran a little long on uh, this set. Okay, so, um, uh, we, of course, it's a moving day tomorrow. Uh-huh. And uh, so we need to, uh, you know, police the area, and clean up, uh, change the cat box. Ardmore. Yep. Well, he, he hears that, He hears he? that. He recognizes that. Boy, yeah. he does. And, of course, we have to check that left, left rear inside, inside duel. duel. Uh-huh. Oh, Oh, it's an even-numbered show. It is. You get to go. I sure do. All right. Okay. You know, I'm I'm glad that I can bring you such joy. I am excited. Okay. Okay. Boy, excited to change the cap box. Excited to go. I don't mind the cap box, right, Ardmore? Ardmore's okay with that. He doesn't mind it either. No, he does not. Okay, we'll do that, and then we'll be back. Uh, This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Back. Yes, we are. How was the uh, how was the tire? Four pounds. Oh, yeah, I know. I that's know. that's more than usual. It is. It's a it's a, like a whole pound more. Yeah, than normal. But. You know, I what I've noticed is if we kind of for careful when we park because we kind of know maybe where that thing's leaking. We're not sure about that. Well, yeah, if we're lucky, if and we're we lucky, park it on the hole. on the on the ground. You know, that kind of. <laughs> If we could ever figure that out, yeah, yeah it would we be, could we could paint a stripe on the side of the, that's right. It would it would leak slower, <laughs> but yeah, okay, uh, well, four pounds. God forbid we should fix it. Yeah, no, no, there. no, no, no. Don't yeah. think negative thoughts. Here. Okay, that's but, true. Well, I mean, if it was the outside duel, it'd be a lot easier. You know, we, we, that well, that's true. But it's the left, left or, or inside inside yeah, duel. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's yeah. right. So yeah. right, we ought to be able to find one of those healers and just lay hands on it. You know. <laughs> If we know a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a thought. Heal. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Yeah. Well, um, we are broadcasting this week uh, from uh, none other than uh, Rugby, North Dakota. We are in Rugby. Yes, we are. That's where, I mean, it's a, it's a weird town name. We mm-hmm. threw the dart, it landed in North Dakota, and here we are. That's right. do 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 yeah. Well, okay, now listen. Here's the, here's the thing. We are real close, apparently, uh, as the to the geographic center of North America. That's true. Okay. I, I mean, I saw that. That's right. And they've uh-huh. got a plaque, right? That big thing mm-hmm. they built up there. Uh-huh. Now, compared to where we grew up in, in central Kansas, we are near the uh, geographical center of the United lower 48. States. Yeah. Lower mm-hmm. 40. Well, this is like the whole continent. So, uh-huh. okay, well, everybody's got to have a little something to I guess. About. I, I mean, I, I, at least it's something. But it, it was formed in, apparently the town was born in 1886 at the uh, at a junction of the Great Northern Railway. The railroads had a lot to do with where these towns popped sure. up. You know? uh, but anyway, they got the name uh, Rugby from the town of Rugby in Warwickshire, England. Oh, okay. Right? So it's sister city. But Well, listen, it gets better. Oh. oh. It's one of several sites along the Great Northern's transcontinental route, right, mm-hmm. uh, between Devil's Lake and, and um, Minot that were named after places in England. Oh, wow. It was a thing. 
So some of the other towns were Berwick, Leeds, Knox, Norwich, or Norwich? Norwich. Norwich. Penn, Surrey, Church's Ferry, Tunbridge, and York. How about that? All little towns across this stretch of the railroad here. I wow. found this on the web. You did? Yeah. Roger, was that your computer talking to us? <laughs> well, I think, you know, we have trouble uh, pronouncing things sometimes. <laughs> That's right. And uh, this gal tells us how to pronounce things, but... Boy, she just popped yeah. in there. And, yeah, let's try and keep going, and hopefully Yeah, let's, we'll see how they work. Oh, my God, it's still <laughs> popping up. Okay, anyway. Okay. So the, the, the first permanent settlers there, by the way, uh, they were from the Earl of Silkirk's colony in neighboring Rupert's Land, right? Now, listen, here's the thing they had going for them. As farmers, there's something. There's something. As farmers, they were more advanced, okay, than oh. many of their contemporaries at the time in the rest of the United States, and they had adopted sophisticated farming methods and, and machines okay. to go along with it. So very successful in that. Uh, one of the things they uh, developed was the threshing machine. Oh, wow, yeah. Which turned into the modern combine, combine right, yeah. later on. Anyway, uh, in 1930s when it, it was when they uh, erected that uh, 15-foot-tall thing that we saw. Yeah. But here's the thing I found out. That's not where it was originally, the place we saw it, uh-huh. that's not where it was originally erected. <laughs> <laughs> they, they moved the road, and so they had to move the whole thing over. So we're not sure exactly if it... So maybe isn't exactly? Maybe isn't. So you're you are near the geographic center. Well, they they were saying that even this designation carries no official status whatsoever. <laughs> so hey, uh, so there you go. How about that? All right. Well, listen. Well, I think you know people ask us. They say, "Why is Siri talking to you while you're?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Siri hates me, by the way. Oh, Just, okay. Well, yeah. she did but say they, some nice stuff. They ask us why. Why, why do you do this? You know what? What are you doing? Uh, of course, and why? And, and why? Yeah. And, well, well, of course, we travel across the country in this old RV, and we right. do our show from these different places. And we end up, and you know, the trucks go by, yeah. you know, and we just we just listen to music, and, uh, and then we do their little radio show. Well, unlike our contemporaries here on uh, Truckers Radio USA, they have these things called. Ranches. ranches, that's right. And they get to do their uh, show from the relative comfort of their ranches. I'm thinking Fuzzy Slippers and a Martini is what uh, I'm thinking. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, Rex Ellen Jr., he has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch, and that's in the Dos, Dos Cabezas, Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yes. Alan Bailey has the Swing and Gate Ranch. Uh, Oren Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch uh, there in central Kansas. Oren is the human footnote of the dairy. Never misses a lick. He uh, just weighed in this week again. That's right. And, uh, you know, we whined about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. That's true. Till our pal Suzanne said, look at it this way. Mm-hmm. You've got the entire continental United States. Right. Border to border, ocean to ocean. Exactly. You could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. And we ride that range in our RV called... Ranch. She gets us there. She does, man. Every she, time. She got us here. Yes, she did. Yeah, and hopefully she'll get us out of here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's always kind of a you know a challenge, but um, I like avoiding the big cities whenever possible, you know? Yeah, good. Sometimes we avoid them way too well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Leo, I believe it's your turn. You know, a few, uh, a few episodes back, uh, we, I don't know if it was you or me that did it, we featured a song called Miserloo. 
Oh, you did. It was. I think it was me, Dick Dale. Dick Dale. Well, you did it originally, and then yeah, and then I did another. Uh, yeah, that's version right. Of it. That's right. And I keep, I'm thinking about this. And I said, "What the? What's what's going on with that song?" Right. So I checked it out. Okay, it's a folk song originally from the Eastern Mediterranean region, and the original author of that song is not known. Okay. Oh, wow. But Arabic, Greek, and Jewish musicians were playing it by the late uh, by by the nineteen twenties. Okay, so it's it's got some real roots to it. The earliest known recording of the song is a nineteen twenty seven Greek composition, but there are also Arabic belly dancing, Albanian, Armenian, Serbian, Persian, Indian, and Turkish versions of the song. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to laugh. I mean, it's amazing all over the place. But it became popular as a Pops a song uh, from the 1920s onwards, especially in the Arab-American, Armenian-American, and Greek-American communities who settled in the United States. All right. Now, move it forward a little bit. The song was a hit in 1946 for a guy that you featured from an earlier episode named Jan August. Yeah. Okay. And he was an American pianist, a xylophonist, um, nicknamed the one-man piano duet. Yeah. Incredible keyboard guy. Right. And it gained worldwide popularity. But then Dick Dale came along in 1962. <laughs> yes, he did. And he did. Now, listen. Uh, first of all, this song has been featured in all kinds of movies, uh, most notably in uh, a, a film called Pulp Fiction, which was a John Travolta, you know, and it was a very crazy movie. But listen, there's a style that they're playing there. All playing there, that real staccato sounding thing. And so people will just make a quick explanation of what that guitar style is. There's finger style, which people are actually playing the guitar with their fingers, picking, you know, a combination of, uh, you know, strings to get. Yep. But, well, a flat pick style is just that. It's a flat pick that you basically hold between your thumb and your forefinger, right? Right. And you can just strum the guitar, or you can pick individual notes and play melody lines. And that's what flat picking is. If you listen to this tune, it's all about flat picking. Okay, that guy, okay. Uh, and all of the versions. But listen, Roger, everybody had a crack at this tune. That's what I found out. Okay. The Beach Boys, you know, Jan or John, uh, Jan August, Martin Denny did an exotica version of it, right? The Surfi- uh, the Safaris, uh-huh. okay, they, you know, from the Wipeout fame, they did it. The Trash Men. The guys that did Surf and Bird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a version of it. And then, of course, Dick Dale. So there was nothing for me to do but to create a mashup. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, that's great. We haven't had a mashup for a while. And no, we haven't. Yeah. And, and it got this crazy idea. I actually have been sitting on it for a while. Wow. Uh, but I'm, and now you've hatched it. Now I've hatched it. <laughs> it's, Good inc- job. I've incubated this, this mashup. Awesome. Okay, so just uh, just to re- refresh now. Okay. Every, like I said, everybody. And, and I, I just had to pick a few. I, I could have done this mashup 20 minutes long. Oh, I'm sure. All right, but I had to get it down to something. So this includes versions by the Beach Boys, Jan August, Martin Denny, the Surfaris, the Trash Bin, and then Dick Dale. Wow. All right. So here we go, man. The Miserloo Mashup. <laughs> Miserloo. 
So <laughs> that's great. How do you feel about all that? That was awesome. Isn't that wild? Yeah, good job, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun putting that together. Yeah, that's great. All right, Rod, just back to you. Well, I'm going to bring us back down a little bit, um, uh, yeah, make it a little bit more normal. A guy by the name of Mose Allison. I know who that is. You do? Yeah. I'll be darned. Yeah, I do. I do that well, name. I didn't, and I, I stumbled uh, across him uh, uh, on this particular song, which you know how I like clever lyrics. Yes, you do. And and the guy, he's he's just super. He was born in 1927, uh, passed away in 2016, but um, he was known for playing a unique mix of blues and modern jazz, both singing and playing piano. But but he had a kind of a quirky, uh, er- ironic humor. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said that he was a social critic before Bob Dylan and a music satirist before Randy Newman. <laughs> well, that's pretty good creds. That's uh, high creds, yeah. and, and it's it's super cool. Uh, you know, people that recorded uh, his music, uh, Bonnie Raitt, Leon, Leon Russell, uh, Pete Townsend, mm. you know, so mm-hmm. so he really was in good, good company. But um, uh, I, I found an album that's called I Don't Worry About a Thing, which from 1962, Mose Allison doing... Your mind is on vacation. You're sitting there yakking right in my face. I guess I'm gonna have to put you in your place. You know, if silence was golden, you couldn't raise a dime. Because your mind is on vacation and your mouth is working overtime. Quoting figures and dropping names. You're telling stories about the dames. You're over laughing when things ain't funny. You're trying to sound like the big money. You know, if talk was criminal, you'd lead a life of crime. Because your man is on vacation and your mouth is working overtime. is short, talk is cheap, don't be making promises that you can't keep, you don't like this little song I'm singing, just grinning back, it. all I can say is if the shoe fits wet and you must keep talking, please try to make it rhyme, because your man is on vacation and your mouth is working That is good, man. That's a great tune. I had totally forgotten about this guy, and I don't uh-huh. know why I remember him, but I do. So 
Oh, good. Pretty cool. Oh, wait a minute. Look at the time, Roger. Uh, it is time for us to uh, take a little break. Um, and uh, this is the, where we generally go out and uh, apologize yes, to right. our neighbors we with do. an apologetic beer. But there's, a, there's, just, there's that, just that one, one guy, guy clear at the other end of the he camp. He camped as far away from us yeah. as he could. Yeah. But listen, I keep thinking I hear uh, like opera music down there. Like really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So maybe, you know, maybe if we can kind of get in the mood, we need to take him a beer, you know? Okay, we can but, do that. But let's 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 see how this goes. Okay? Let's exercise caution. Let's exercise caution. Okay. Why is Budweiser the largest selling beer in the world? Why is Budweiser is the largest selling beer in the world? Oh, why is it the largest selling beer in the world? Taste it, taste it, taste it, taste it, taste it, taste it. What is the only beer that's Beechwood aged? Budweiser, Budweiser, Budweiser! Beechwood aging produces a taste, a smoothness, a drinkability you will find in no other beer at any price. Taste it, taste it, taste it, taste it, taste it, taste it! Taste it! What beer is brewed with its choices, tops, rice, and best barley malt? Sound I recognize. Yes. We're yes. backing up again. We're backing up, which is what we do best. That's, we are pretty good at backing up. Yeah, the rest the of it, part. not so much. But well, well, backing up musically. Musically, I'm not backing backing up Rosie. <laughs> no, we're not so no. good at backing up no, Rosie. Not really. We haven't crushed any trash cans lately. I, we, we need to get on that. Well, but here's the thing: we've been staying in places where there's there is not anything. a lot of the people, and they don't even bother to put the trash cans out. You that's know, true. So that's true. Well, that's yeah. probably safe. It's probably safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, this is the part of the show where we uh, uh, we just get right down oh, and we just uh, beg, beg yeah. uh, people mm-hmm. to go to our websites. I just put up that album cover. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Kicks, kicks, uh, just for kicks. There's all kinds of fun uh, stuff on there. All kinds of stuff yeah, there. Yeah, there really and, is. And, and, you know, I mean, we figure you're probably listening to this during lunch hour and at work, and you've been buying stuff on Amazon. Amazon, just You can pop over to our website and just Take a look. check it out. Yeah, you might yeah. want to even order like a... T-shirt or, or something some like that. Stickers and stuff yeah. like that. Well, know? the website for this show is thederrieres.com. And really, this is a, a public service announcement. Don't forget to put the. Uh, yeah. It's, that's the most it. important thing. It really is. If you forget it, you'll never forget it. You'll never forget it. Forget it. Yeah. That's right. You'll that's remember true. it, and you may forget it on purpose, but who knows? I, yeah, it's not for me to say. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's not. It might be for you to do. <laughs> uh, uh, and, of course, the one for the band is. Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three there on the front. Yeah. And that's where we keep, a, you know, kind of a list of uh, gigs we're doing and where we're going to mm-hmm. be. And, we, again, we got stickers and CDs to sell. So, right. you know, check it out, man. We... We need the money because, you know, gas is really expensive. <laughs> well, if you go to either website, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's true, and yeah. if you check it out, we think you'll be contented. Well, contented but, boy, there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, so you could become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, us. Yeah, and we'll get you straightened out. Yeah, uh, there's contact us tabs on both websites, or we uh, do have email addresses. That's true. Uh, mine is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D. At thederriers.com. That's right. That's right. Hey, you know, uh, also, Leo, if you go to thederriers.com, go to the uh, Americana Roadshow tab, and from there you can listen to uh, any of our da- uh, la- pa- past episodes. At, at, your, at your leisure. Uh, or, listen, or listen to them, download them, and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your 
leisure, leisure suit. suit. Yeah, yeah, that'd so be pretty cool. That would be. Uh, and you know what else? What, Roger? You can find uh, uh, all of our past episodes now on Spotify. 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 Yeah. I just love saying Spotify. I know you do. It's on okay. several platforms, though. It's yeah. it's also on right. Stitcher. Spotify. Is yeah. like, it's, it's on it's on TuneIn. I guess so, but maybe Spotify yeah. is... It, it, it I know, Leo, Spotify, but it's right? also on Amazon Music. It starts with Spot. It's so nice to say <laughs> yeah. Spot. Uh, and it's even it's on iHeartRadio. And Spotify, if you just got nothing else to do, you might as well go to Spotify. So. so you have a lot of options. Uh, as our good buddy Mike Carr says... Hey, I go nowhere without the Derriers. And we appreciate that, Mike. Yeah, thank, thank you, Mike. You. Yeah, well, we're, we're glad that you go nowhere without us. That's right. He doesn't often go... Sometimes he forgets his pants. Yeah. But, but he takes us. But he takes us. Yeah. So there you go. Right, thanks, Mike. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, well, Leo, I think it's back to you. You know, um, we uh, we get a lot of suggestions from this ne'er-do-well guy that we know. Uh, who's that? His name is Jason Beard. <laughs> this guy is, he's full of bad information, you know. Oh, in a good way. It is. Yeah. Now, remember, um, we were talking about some other stuff earlier. We, we were talking about the organ guy. Uh, his name was Chris Gow. Yes. Right. Dr. Chris Gow. Dr. Chris Gow. Yes. And apparently, Jason was listening to that, and he turned me on to another guy. Oh, really? Another Kansas City guy. An, uh, another Kansas City organ, organ guy? Uh, another organ guy. Oh, wow. Now, all right. Now, listen. This guy, his name was uh, Harry Valentine Irig. And it's, there's very little out there about him, really. I, I went I kind of digging around and found some stuff about him. Uh, apparently, now the guy was a professional organist, right? Okay. And apparently he uh, spent a lot of time playing out at Wild Woody's. Oh, my. Yeah, you I remember, remember that. that place? Sure. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the everything <laughs> store there. Uh, but he was probably a regular there. But his, his full name, well, they call him Organ Bug Harry. All okay. right. And he was just totally this whole organ thing. Plus, he had a shop uh, that he called uh, Organ Bug Harry's Music Mart, right? Okay. And so he was a. He, uh, here's what I've been able to find about him so far. He was um, uh, he was a professional organist. He was a Navy veteran of World War II. He lived out in Independence, and he passed away at a young age, at the age of sixty four. Okay. okay. Uh huh. But he apparently did one recording, and it's um. It's another kind of thing, like a Chris Cow thing. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, oh, we're all over the place. In his case, he's kind of, you know, and the uh, uh, the ones I played before with Dr. Chris Cow, right? He had kind of a, a snare drum kind of a sound effect. That yeah, the, snare drum kind of tambourine kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I think this guy's got some kind of a bass thing going. Or okay, something. I don't know, but it's 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 irresistible, really. And he did a bunch of you know favorites and everything, and he chose. Uh, oh, and by the way, I'm not sure when this is recorded. I really okay. don't. Probably sometime in the late 60s, early 70s. You know, who knows? But here's a Harry Iring Jr., uh, otherwise known as Organ Bug Harry, uh, doing his rendition of Exactly Like You.
Thanks, well, Harry. There we go. You know, Kansas City was apparently awash with Oregon players. So I'm apparently just apparently so. Well, thank you, Jason, for and, that. And it's back to you, Roger. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, a, a couple shows ago, I featured Smith Ballou. Yes, you remember did. on that uh, soundies kind of thing is a real kind of a goofy thing, right? And I said I was going to come back and feature him on a real song. Uh, this is uh, the Dorsey Brothers Orchestra with Smith Ballou doing "I'll Never Ask for More." something he's quite a singer yeah he yeah. really is yeah that, and you're right that was a goofy video though well it was that's why yeah. i featured it that's true yeah but well, i had to give him something a little better you know good for you oh hey look at the time right yeah we are out of time this is uh, a, this show forever. got out of control here it just kind of did yes yeah uh, so we got to figure out where we're going next week. Oh, that's true. Um, that's true. So let's see. Um, my turn to throw the dart. So you have to get the map. Okay, hang on for a second. All right. oh, uh, oh, look at this raggedy thing. There you go. Uh, all right. Yep. 
And there it is. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, I gotta get the dart. The dart spoon drawer, spoon drawer two. Two. Got it. Okay. Uh, All right. Let let's get see. The circle. Get a circle there. Okay. I'm gonna turn around three times. Ready? Are we ready? One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh we went down uh, a little west. Uh, Utah. We're in Utah. Yeah, Utah. Okay. Give me the uh, weird town names in Utah. There you go. Okay. Uh, oh, what? Let's go to Hurricane Utah. Hurricane? Why not? In Utah? I guess. Okay, fine. That's what it says. Well, let's go check it out. All right. All right. Well, um, this has been an a interesting show. As road shows go, yeah, this has been a pretty interesting one. I would imagine next week will be about the same. Interesting. Interesting or yeah. yeah, maybe. All right. All right. Well, we'll get down the road and we'll do this again next week. Uh, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriere.